everyone and welcome to our morning Jamie <laughs> and welcome to our family service this morning and uh, just I got a couple of announcements uh, I'll be off from Monday of tomorrow the 31st of October till Monday the 7th of November returning on Tuesday the 8th of November if you need the service of a minister if you please contact uh, our clerk of session Billy Hindman and um, we had a very enjoyable evening on Friday night as we listen to Tom and Evelyn's accounts of the work that has been happening in Peru and how Ballycrocken over the years has been has had a positive influence on that and the donations raised from the harvest supper came to 1,230 pounds and with gift aid it'll rise even higher so on behalf of Tom and Evelyn uh, could I just thank everyone very much for your donations um, there's Bally, I just want to advertise this for Ben and uh, for the young people, there's a Bally Dropping, uh, Tuesdays from 7pm to 8.30pm, year 8 to 12, it's a, as it says, it's a drop-in at Bally Crockett Presbyterian Church, and I think there are some flyers at the back if you want to pick those up, there'll be games and food and hanging out, okay, so uh, if you're interested in that, please do come along. Um, also, the shoebox appeal is uh, coming upon us, shoebox season. So I'm going to ask Pat to come and share a wee bit with us about that, and then we'll watch a short video. Hey everyone. As Mark says, it's, it's that time of year again, shoeboxes. Um, and as in the last few years, Ballycrocken will this year again be a receiving depot. The dates and times when the church will be open for that are in your order of service again this week. So please keep that for reference because we're not open all day, every day. Just if when you're coming, do a quick check. Once the boxes have been received here and they're recorded, they're then transferred on to the main processing centre where the contents are checked. This year that's happening in Newtonards. Those of us who do the boxes here, we have missed checking them because it's great fun when you open the box and you see what people put into them, from cuddly toys and games to knitted hats and so much. It's just so inventive and I marvel every year at just how much you can squeeze into a shoebox. It's absolutely amazing. Some of our own volunteers have already signed up to go and do shifts at the processing centre in Newton Arts simply because we love doing it. It's great fun, there's great fellowship, and it just reminds you of the real true spirit of Christmas. Not in advance of Christmas, but it's always good. The goal this year, Samaritan's Purse tell us, is to send two-thirds of the UK boxes to Ukraine or to the neighbouring countries like Moldova and Romania, who are hosting and sheltering so many um, Ukrainian refugee families. And I know sometimes as I watch the television and you see the horror and you see the suffering that's happening there, you wonder what can you do? Well, a shoebox is a very, very simple way to do something. Show God's love and show your support for the families in Ukraine. Last year, believe it or not, Northern Ireland donated 23,500 shoeboxes, plus more than 2,500 that were ordered online and filled at central depots. So let's see if we can do even better this year. As you leave, please pick up a shoebox if you still need one. There are plenty on the sofa just in the vestibule. And also please be sure to take a leaflet. The leaflet includes the label for your box, which tells whether it's for a boy or a girl and what age group it's intended for. It also has the do's and don'ts as far as contents are concerned. And probably more important are the don'ts. No sweets, no toothpaste. I know in the past they were a highlight of boxes, but for a number of years they've been a no-no. So no sweets, no toothpaste. Lastly, can I ask you to please remember to include your £5 towards shipping costs in the box. It's absolutely vital that that goes in just to enable the shipping to go ahead. And as Mark said, we're now just going to watch a short video that Jenny has sent through, just to encourage us all the joys that the joy that shoeboxes bring. Thank you. Three, two, one. And when
come off those boxes, you have never seen such pure joy. So many smiles, the children just become wild and crazy. It's indescribable. To watch that child open that box for the very first time and see the look on their faces, it's amazing that God used a simple shoebox to bring that much joy. This is amazing, as you can see, the children's faces, they are excited as they open up the gifts for the first time. What makes the gifts more than just gifts? It's the message that comes with the gift. This is the opportunity for a child to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is the best gift of all, is becoming part of God's family. Thank you. We are very happy. God bless you. Yay! These people back behind us, they're giving their time. Families have given boxes, the enthusiasm, the excitement. It's off the charts. We're just so thankful for these volunteers. We couldn't do it without them. The heart of the ministry, and because of them, many children, like even me, accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior. What children need more than anything is love, hope, and faith in God. Every shoebox gift is an opportunity to share your faith. We thank you for this ministry that is yours, that you use a shoebox gift to go around the world to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. It starts with a simple shoebox gift, and from there, these gifts go around the world and are given to each child. It could be in a pickup truck, it could be at the top of a bus, the roof of a taxi, camels and donkeys, canoes going up the river, whatever it takes to get these gifts into the hands of children. And that's only the beginning. After children receive the box, they get to go through a 12-lesson discipleship course. And these children, they're committing their lives to Christ. And they get to share their faith with other children. After a child completes the greatest journey, they graduate and receive a certificate and a Bible in their own language. My name is Romina Alejandra. I really like to draw and cook. One day I was drawing and I wanted some felt tip pens and I asked my mother if she could buy them for me. She said no because she didn't have the money. Today we received gift boxes. When I opened the box and saw the markers, I was very excited. About God through the box. Today I pray that Jesus will come into my heart. I am very grateful to everyone, to God and to you all, for bringing me this box. This shoebox provides an opportunity to put a smile on a child's face, for them to get to know Jesus Christ. They can then be disciple makers in the world. to go out and share their faith with others. And many times in areas where it's an unreached people group, the Bible tells us the time is now. We have seen churches being planted. We have seen people being transformed. The mission of Operation Christmas Child never changes. Children are coming to Jesus. And children are taking the gospel to the ends of the earth. This is incredible. Millions of children around the world are being impacted by these simple shoebox gifts. One box can touch not just the child, but the whole family. So we need to keep packing those boxes and pray for the children that God will use this in a very special way. So thank you for being a part of it. God bless you. The very worthwhile cause. Um, just one other uh, announcement. Uh, with regards to a thing called prayer space that we're hoping to do, which is, uh, from, comes from Script Union. Uh, you did it before here with, with Leslie Ann, and uh, what it involves is in our church, we have maybe about four or five, six stations uh, where the, each child comes from Kilmaine Primary School. Each class will come up and go around the stations. They're all to do with prayer. And we're hoping to do that if the election allows us we're hoping to do that from the 12th of uh, December. I would love to do that. Now, some of you, please guide me on this because you've done it before. I've never done it before. So we're going to have a wee meeting just after the church service. 
just to see if we have the volunteers uh, to do it. We'd like new volunteers and any of those that have done it in the past. If we'll just meet in the quiet room after the service. Um, that's great. So we're going to have a little introit of a, dis, dis, uh, of a difference. We're looking at God's creation today, God's God of wonders. He's the creator. And now we're going to listen to God of Science by Ren Kids. above. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his heavenly hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all ye shining stars. Praise him, ye highest heavens and ye waters above the skies. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for at his command they were created, and he established them forever and ever. He issued a decree that will never pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures and all ocean depths, lightning and hail, snow and clouds, stormy winds that do his bidding, you mountains and all hills, fruit trees and cedars, wild animals and all cattle, small creatures and flying birds, kings of the earth and all nations, you princes and all rulers on earth, young men and women, old men and children, 
Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His splendor is above the earth and the heavens, and he has raised up for his people a horn, the praise of all his faithful servants of Israel, the people close to his heart. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Now, there are two words that are used in everywhere, everywhere in the world that are known everywhere in the world. No matter what language you go to, or you, you use these two words are the same everywhere. Anybody know what these two words are? I heard somebody saying it at the back. Thank you. No. <laughs> Sorry. Coca-Cola. Known throughout the world. And hallelujah which is also known throughout the world. That means praise the Lord. So the next song, you're not going to sit there and fall asleep. You're going to, as long as you're healthy enough, you can do this. We're going to sing hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Okay? Praise you the Lord. Now, this team over here, we're going to be doing a wee quiz later on. So this, this side's going to be known as the sloths. Okay? <laughs> and this is the anteaters. Okay? Sloths and anteaters. So whenever we sing this song, hallelujah, hallelujah, every time hallelujah is sung, you stand up. And then every time praise the Lord is sung, you stand up and then you sit down. So don't do it if you've got a, a, a dicey ticker. So hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You stand up. Praise you the Lord. You stand up. So it's going to be a bit of fun, but it's all about like that Psalm 148. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, okay, we'll make Pentecostals of you yet. <laughs> right? Okay, so we'll play that week's song now. Prime Minister. 
And then last week, someone referred to me as God. Didn't they? That's the biggest compliment I've ever had in my entire life. But no, I'm not God. I'm going to tell you about the God of wonders. And we're going to have a look. Genesis, the very first book in the Bible, it means beginning. And uh, in the beginning, we're told God. In the beginning, nothing else was there. But God, in the beginning, God. God said, uh, God, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. You see that up there? Look at that, Daisy. You see it? Well, you get a creep in your neck there. But how we look, God created the heavens and the earth. He said, let there be light. And there was light. And then he said, let there be sky and water. And there was sky and there was water. And then God said, let there be land. And let there be plants growing everywhere. And there was land and there were plants growing everywhere. And then God said, let there be sun and moon. Now the sun, 27 million degrees Fahrenheit. Get a good tan there, wouldn't you? Need your factor 50 on for that one. Wouldn't you? 20, how many times can you fit the earth into the sun? Anybody, any ideas? One million times. That's how massive, massive the sun is. So, and then God said, let there be birds and fish in the sea and the ocean. And there was birds flying through the sky and there were fish swimming everywhere in the sea. And then God said, let there be animals. It's a funny looking animal, isn't it? Let there be animals. There's a sloth, that's them over there. Yes, and there were animals. Incredible. But then the most incredible thing was when God said, hmm, let us make mankind, that's us, you, me, man and woman, boys and girls, in our image, in our likeness. In other words, let's make little mini versions of me. Let, let them reflect who I am. And God created you. He created you. Now, just sit there a wee minute. I want you to have a look. Have a look at your fingers. Wiggle your fingers. Yes. Have a look at your fingernails. How well fitted they are. Aren't they incredible? Touch your nose. Take a good deep breath. You smell my aftershave? <laughs> no? No? Oh, a nose is a wonderful thing. God give us eyes. God give us ears. Touch your ears. Yes, God give us feet. Wiggle your toes. God created you and me. What an amazing God we have. That's why I'm saying it's God wonders. Everything that he has created is, 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 is beautiful. Beautiful. And without him, nothing was created. Now we have a very special, we, we, we bit to do in our service today. We're, yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'd like to welcome Matthew and Sarah uh, this morning. Uh, they pr present Amelia, Amelia Bell Gibson for baptism. And to all the family and friends that are here, you're very, very welcome. And uh, let me just pray a wee minute. Father, we thank you for the sign of water baptism, which reminds us of the promise of forgiveness. And we pray with anticipation that in years to come, our children might make this promise their own. And we're also reminded of our own responsibilities as parents and as Sunday school teachers, as elders and members of the congregation, to sow into young lives by encouraging them and pointing them in the direction of Jesus Christ and to, into a life-giving relationship with him. Help us not to take such responsibility lightly, and we pray that by your Spirit you might give us the wisdom and strength to do such a task as unto you, that we may see your hand of blessing and grace throughout their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So aware of the responsibilities, Matthew and Sarah are now going to uh, present Amelia Bell Gibson 
uh, for baptism. I'd like everyone please to stand for this part of the service. And uh, Matthew and um, thank you, Jamie. I, do you want to come up too? Yeah. Ah, you do, your wee sister. All right. So, in presenting this child for baptism, are you affirming your belief in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Are you trusting in Jesus Christ alone as your Savior from sin and as Lord of your life? Are you committed to living as a follower of Jesus Christ, led and empowered by the Holy Spirit? Are you willing to revive a Christian home and bring up your children in the worship and teaching of the church so that he or she may come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour? And now for the congregation, a question. As we receive Amelia Bell Gibson into the fellowship of the church, do you promise with God's help to be faithful in prayer, spiritual nurture, Christian example and influence for her and for her family? Since COVID, baptism has been a wee bit um, strange because uh, I'm not allowed to lift the baby myself or bring the baby around show me Amelia to you but uh, okay all right Amelia Bell Gibson I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit let's say let's sing the ironic blessing going to teach everyone a creation song. I am a part of creation.
We're fairly getting your blood, blood pumping this morning. Um, okay. I'm gonna, Ben's gonna teach you a memory verse. He's just getting it for you now. Having to, oh, there we go. Thanks, lads. Uh, okay, how many of the other? Two, four, six, eight. Um, Mark, I'll need your help. And one more adult. Who I pick on? George, you're sitting front row. Come on up, George. <laughs> okay, kids, if you all stand up, please, I'm going to give you a sheet. Okay, we'll go on order, Jackson. There's for you. All right, so you stand up on stage, hold the sheet, and then you go beside Jackson. So you come up here. There you go. Okay. There's for you, Daisy. Okay, you stand here. You take that one, you go beside Daisy. For you, you come up here. Do that. Almost there, folks. Oh, oh, well, that didn't go well. I'm making it a challenge already. You see, that was intentional. Okay, you take that one, George. For you, Mark. For you. And last but not least, oh, Mark, you're over this side. <laughs> and then me. Okay, so uh, mums and dads and anyone else who's still left in the audience, could you read our memory verse so our lovely kids can hear it? So it says, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Okay, this time, to help you learn it even better, we're going to say it really, really quietly, okay? Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Now... You're too good at this. Oh, volunteer, okay. Okay, this time, folks, we've got a few words going. Let's see how well you know it. We're gonna say it this time in a bit of an operatic voice, okay? So, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness. Genesis chapter one, verse 26. Okay, let's get rid of some more. And you see, I told you, plant. Okay. Now, this one will be tough. We're going to say it this time in a really loud, booming voice. Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Okay, you won't be needing that. You won't be needing this. You won't be needing this. You can rip it. Okay, off the cuff. This time, we're going to say it backwards. Normally joking, we're not gonna do that. Let's just say it normally without any of the words to help us. Okay, so. Now, before I go, do any of the kids think they know it? You know what? Let's hear it. Not so sure? Anyone else? I hear word. No? Anyone know the memory verse? No one? Any of you bigger kids want to say it for us? Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Well done, George. And well done, boys and girls. You can go, you can go sit down.
take your wee seats again. All right? Now, I want to go on to the next bit to show how amazing God is. And uh, this is called God Beyond Description. In other words, we don't have enough words to describe who God is and all that he can do. He's a God beyond description. How do we look at these? God is a God of creativity. Now, first of all, I want to do a wee experiment with you, right? Um, so as you can see, I'll just move this over a wee bit. Now I've got some Lego at the front here. So my experiment is I've set this Lego all out around the place, and we're going to come back to it in a couple of minutes and see if it's grown any legs, or if it's come to life, or it starts to make itself into a building. Okay, so as I was saying, God is a God of creativity. Look at the birds, look at the butterflies. Absolutely beautiful and amazing. Such a designer. Now, look at this God of power. Do you know lightning strikes so much all right throughout the earth, thousands of times every day throughout the earth. And when lightning strikes, do you know what happens? Nitrogen and oxygen combine together to make the most amazing, amazing fertilizer. So when you have a lightning storm, it fertilizes our land. Isn't that amazing? God is a God of power. Okay, God is also a God of life. There's nothing without God that can have life. Right? Nothing at all. God gives life. God gives you life as a wee baby. Okay? So when we look at these things, we see that God has to be a designer. He has to be an architect. He has to be a man, or has to be a, a spirit who, who is absolutely forceful. His power, his force to do these things. And he has to be a life giver. Now going back to the wee experiment here. Now, these things, do you think if I was to leave them for a year, you think they'd start to grow legs? Yes, Jimmy, that's not the right answer. <laughs> okay, but do you think they'd start to grow legs? If I was to come back in a million years, I might be a wee bit uh, worse for war, or war <laughs> bad. I might look a bit older with a big long beard, worse for wear. But do you think if I left these even for a million years, they'd start to come to life, or they'd start to grow legs, or they'd start? To... No, it needs me or a creator, someone who is a creator, to come along and to start building the blocks on top of one another if we're going to make a big building. Or, for example, if we wanted to make, say, a steam engine, it wouldn't just make itself. I'd have to, or someone would have to come along and put the wheels on the steam engine. One, two, three, four. Put the chimney on the steam engine. And there we go. There has to be a creator. So just as in a building, there has to be a builder. So for creation, there has to be a creator because all of these things are dead. We need to use our skills to create and to build. So what an amazing God God is. But, but do you know what? I forgot something. What did I forget? I forgot that God is a God of the galaxies. God is a God of the galaxies. Oh, a God of outer space. Wow. Now I need your help for this. Okay, I need your help. I'm going to try and create what the solar system looks like, but using a fruit salad and some couple of vegetables. So I need somebody who's strong. Who's strong? Okay, you come and you can be Jupiter, okay? You, you stand in the middle there. This is Jupiter. Okay, so you have Jupiter. Now, to the left of Jupiter, let's see. You have Mars. And in comparison to Jupiter, it's about the size of a blueberry. Could I have a volunteer to hold this wee blueberry? Come on and you hold that blueberry there. You just go there, blueberry. Okay, now, Earth is next, and it's roughly at scale, it's the size of a tomato. Who wants to hold Earth? Me! 
do you want to hold earth? Come on, Jimmy. Don't you eat earth? <laughs> what would we do if we, you had earth? What would we do? You stand there, right? Now, next thing we have is uh, Venus. Venus is about the size of a grape. Excuse me, do you want to do Venus? You hold that grape, okay? You hold that there. Hold it up so everyone can see. And then we have Mercury. Who wants to be Mercury? You, Daisy, you be Mercury. There's a wee pea for you. That's about the size of a pea in comparison to all these planets. Now on the other side of Jupiter, then, excuse me, the other side of Jupiter, you have Saturn. Who wants to hold Saturn? Ah, great food for Saturn. You come and hold Saturn. Okay, over here. And then your anus. Who wants to hold your anus? Come and hold this. An apple there. Right, what comes next? Neptune. Neptune. We need somebody to hold Neptune. And we need somebody to hold Pluto. Who wants to hold Neptune? A line? You want to hold Neptune? Come and hold Neptune. You're over here. Just move this side of the road. You're here with Neptune. Lovely. And then Pluto. Anybody want to? Somebody that's not allergic to peppercorn. Anybody want to come up and hold? Yeah? Oh, really? Do you want to come up? Yeah. So you hold that. Just you hold this very, very tiny. Yes, there's a wee tiny hand for a wee tiny peppercorn. Hold your hand out like that. I'll put it in. There you go. So all of these planets, you have Jupiter and um, Mars and Venus and Earth got mixed up and we have Mercury. And then at this side we have Saturn and Uranus and, and um, Neptune and Pluto. But you know what? That's not all. Because the sun is a massive star. And all of these planets will go right around the sun. It'll revolve right around the sun. And the sun's only one of 100 billion stars in our galaxy. And that's only our galaxy. That's only the part that we can look up through a telescope and see at night. We're told that there are 100 billion galaxies all together. And they're still finding more. So I want to read this wee psalm to you. Just a couple of verses. And think about this. This is what, uh, this is what David says. You know, looking up at the stars, looking after his sheep at night. And he looks at all these planets and all that. 100 billion stars. He says, when I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have put in place, what is man? Where's, where's the wee tomato? I ate it all out. The tomato down, the earth's falling down his trousers somewhere. <laughs> Nobody panic. Here, there's another. We look at the size of earth and we think, God, who are we that you are thinking about us? Absolutely amazing. <laughs> okay, you can sit down now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> you want to? Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay. That's great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Oh, sorry. Every little peppercorn counts, doesn't it? Okay. You got a pee? Oh, you mean you want to go to the toilet or you've got a pee? You, oh, yeah. You got a pee? Okay, give me your pee then. Oh, well done. You kept it safe. You kept it safe. Well done. Well done. Okay. <laughs> now, I've got something else for you. What? I got something else for you, okay? 
We've got a quiz. We've got a quiz, okay? So, as I said, these are the sloths. These are the anteaters, okay? Sloths and anteaters. Of course, we're thinking about God's creation. We're going to be, it's a quiz about animals. It's all about animals. So, we've got Billy on this side. He's going to count the score for the sloths. And Ben's going to count the score for the anteaters. Okay, so, now, every time, we better split these up a wee bit here. Okay, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, we'll do this four and this five, okay? Four and five. Every time your side, the sloths, get a, get a right answer, you get a chance of throwing two balls at this, and you then Billy will count up the score, and the same with the anteaters. Okay, so. Let me see, let's just get on to the next one. Yes, how many legs does an octopus have? This is for the sloths. What's your final answer? Eight, you're right. So would you like to come, would you like to come and throw a ball, and you throw the other ball, and see if you can get it? Just stand there, and see what you can get. Well done. <laughs> right. Do you want another go? Have another go. Let her have another go. You have another go. Four days. Four days. Okay. So now for the anteaters. Right. What is a do? Well done, well done. Do you want to come and and uh, and Daisy? Do you want to come as well? You take one ball, right? Okay. Everybody, I gotta go. There you go, Jackson and Daisy. Have, have another go, Daisy. Go on. Pretend I'm preaching and you want me to stop. Okay. <laughs> And you're throwing the ball at me. Daisy hey, hey, hey. got 180. 180. 150. Well done. Okay, thank you. Right, next question. This is for the sloths now. What is a baby kangaroo called? A joy. Yes, a joy. Right, you two have had a go, haven't you? So, do you want to have a wee go, Amelia? And would you like to have a, a wee go? Okay, Jimmy, you have a wee go on us. Right. Right, you can come a wee bit closer. You come up that step. All right? Now, see what you can get. Well done, 120! Okay, that's great. Have another wee go. Come on up the step. Come on up the step. And 100. Well done. These are great scores. I was practicing during the week. I didn't get as much as that. Okay. Now, for the anteaters, what food do pandas eat? Bamboo. Well done. Well done. So, you, ha you haven't been up yet, you haven't? Right. Sure, you, you two come up. Come on up. That's great. Go on and get... See what you can get. Here we go. There you go. If you want to stand up, you can. <laughs> 200! Goodness, that's the highest you can get. What is that? It's 160! Goodness, that's brilliant! Okay, now, over here again. Right, a, a snail can sleep for how many years? There's a few of these in the congregation when I start preaching. You can't wake them for three years. Well, 
come up and do you want to come up and throw, throw the ball? <laughs> three years, three years, and uh, yeah, is there anybody here, Jamie? You haven't been yet. There you go. Go for it, man. Step up there, sure, Jamie. You step up there. You have a wee throw. <laughs> you got twenty. You could have chosen two hundred. Okay, hundred and eighty. Well done. Well done. Brilliant. Okay. How many legs? Does a lobster have? That's for this team. Yes, this is this team, isn't it? Yeah. How many legs does a lobster have? Which what's your final eight? What's your final answer? No, it's ten. So okay, so over to this side then. Okay. There's a frog with earmuffs on. What type of frog never sleeps? What type of frog never sleeps? <laughs> a dead frog? <laughs> no, it's a bullfrog. <laughs> okay. Now, this, this side, what is a group of lions called? A pride. Good. Is there anybody who hasn't had a go yet? No. Me. <laughs> Jackson and Daisy, I think it's, we're starting again, I think. Okay, come, you come and throw the balls. There we go. Daisy, you can stand up on the wee step there. Oh, good. What is it? It's 20. And 170. Well done. Now, oh, for the sloths. Hold on a minute. Oh, <laughs> hold on. What is a? Oh, I've got that one. <laughs> what kind of animal is a Komodo dragon? A lizard, good, 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 good. A lizard, would you like to come? Has anybody not done it? Sorry. Oh, would you like to come and throw the ball? Do you want to, well done, well done. I'm sure you can get a, a really high score. Okay, what kind of animal is a Komodo dragon? So you're actually scoring for, for the sloths here. Take a ball, actually, you haven't had any goes. You take two balls. All right. Oh, no, I'll do it. I'll get it again. There it is. Excuse me, the organ. <laughs> if the organ's not busted, isn't it? <laughs> okay, there you go. Try again. Try again. And 100, 110, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Okay, now we're going over, that's for them, that's for that side, isn't it? Right, well, can an ostrich fly? Okay, for this side then. It's this side, you see, he did it for you, I think. I'm all confused. Okay. So, can an ostrich fly? Okay. Do you two want to do it again? Is there anybody that hasn't done it would like to? Would you like to do it? Come on. Well done. Poppy. Come and do it. There you go. Here, check two. Oh, 140. Well done. There's some power in that. So there's 190 and 140. That's excellent. 
Okay. I think that's I think that's everyone. Okay, do I have the final score? Then do we? We'll give them a wee minute to count up the final score. Tell you what, while they're counting up the final score, um, would you just like to come up and get a dinosaur each? Because yeah. God created the dinosaurs already. And it's even mentioned in the Bible, a dinosaur-like creature in Job 40. You want to come up and get a wee dinosaur? Do you like a wee dinosaur? Yeah. Have you got somebody? Oh, behind the organ. Okay, there you go. Okay. Hold on, there's a couple behind the organ. All right. Okay, he hasn't got one. Oh, you haven't got one? Here. Oh, you like, which one would you like? Okay, is that wee boy? There you go. If there's any children that I didn't get one this morning, Poppy, I will get you one. If there's anybody else, so I, I don't worry, I'll not forget about you. Okay. So what's the final score? 780 for the slots. 1,210 for the anteaters. Well done. Well done, everyone. Okay. Okay, we're going to stand, we're going to sing Jesus is Lord, creation. When you look at creation, it proclaims that he is master, that he is the creator. doorstep. In a, couple, in a few weeks, we're going to be starting to celebrate Christmas. Do you like Christmas? Yes. And we celebrate God coming to our doorstep. As John puts it, John puts it like this, that Jesus came and pitched his tent amongst us. So he came and he lived amongst us and he lived amongst us and he had sad times 
and he had happy times, he had good times, he had bad times, he hurt sometimes, sometimes he laughed, he shared in what it's like to live down here. He came to our doorstep and so no matter what age we are, whether we're small, whether we're young or old or any age, if you're having a hard time, if you're going through a tough time, you can come and you can pray to God anytime. And Jesus is able to say to you, I understand. Why? Because I've walked down upon the earth and I'm close to you now and I'll always be close to you if you want me to be. Okay, so um, we're, we're going to be celebrating Jesus' birthday very, very soon. And that's what Christmas is really about, that this creator would come down. And you know what? He was called Emmanuel, which means God with us. He's with us everywhere. He's with you in your difficult times at school, Maybe when you're doing your spelling test and you're finding it tough, or when you're doing your maths homework, or you're out in the playground having great fun or playing football, Jesus says, I will be with you. I am Emmanuel. I'll be with you. Isn't that amazing? And do you know what? God loves us so incredibly. And man had turned its back on God. That was quite sad. God was reaching out. Man just went, don't want to know. And he walked away from God, you see. But God so wanted him back. He wanted him so much. So much that how could he deal with that? How could he deal with our weaknesses, our sins? He had to deal with them and get rid of them so that he could have us back again. And so he loved us. He asked his son, Jesus, to come and to die for us upon the cross that he would take the punishment that we deserve for our sins and for our rebellion so that that would deal with the sin and God could have us back again. And that happens when we ask Jesus Christ into our lives and we ask him to be a savior and we ask, we ask him to forgive us and to be our friend forever. Isn't that amazing that a God, we started off with a God of wonders, and be right beside you, live in your heart, be with you always. So we're going to finish, and you've been excellent. Thank you so much for, you've been so good taking part in the service this morning. And what we're going to do, we're going to sing about the Father's love for us, how deep the Father's love for us. And it's about sending Jesus to us and for us. Okay.
mind anybody that would like to be involved in prayer space, we'd really like to do that for the children of Comain. If we could just have we meeting in about five minutes just in the quiet room. And now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. Amen.